Good morning, this is Kevin with Titus Ministries. Today I wanted to talk about compromise in the church. And I think this year, 2020, has really brought to light some of the compromises that churches churches have been making all along that, you know, the, the church, the congregation, hasn't held pastors accountable for. And we've allowed it and accepted it because we've just been going through the motions of church. We've been just going to church on Sunday, being there for an hour, half hour of singing, half hour of lesson based on one Bible verse, and and go home. And that's it. And that's been our entire Christian walk. You know, with maybe a little bit extra during the week. You know, if you're you know if you're really raising the bar. But the compromise in the churches that I want to talk about is really seen with the church shutdown. With churches uh, saying, oh, okay, Gavin or Newsom, you don't want churches to meet? Oh, we can't sing? Oh, okay, no problem. And it's just, eh, no big deal. It's not like it's command of God or anything like that. But when you've compromised in every other area, this one about gathering together, meh, not really that big of a deal. It really shouldn't be that much of a surprise. One of the recent surveys I saw said something about 36% around there of quote-unquote evangelical Protestants think that it's okay to have uh, sex outside of marriage, for example. Um, That's one of them. And it's like, nope, that's not what the scripture says at all. Paul actually says in 1 Corinthians 6 to flee fornication, to run away from it, escape it. But churches have become accepting of, of that as well. And they haven't preached hard against it because those kinds of things might make people upset or, you know, calling sin out might make people uh, think about it. Oh, what? The Bible says that? Uh, Well, uh, I'm doing that particular sin. Uh, You know, it'll either say to them, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Or, well, I don't like this church. That's that's ridiculous. I like what I'm doing. You know, I love my sin. And, And that's how people think. But churches don't specifically call those things out. I think a lot of churches avoid some of that teaching that's clearly in Scripture, and that's why I think it's important that all of Scripture is taught. You know, you're not going to get through the whole Bible in in just 52 Sundays in a year or whatever, but you can have Sunday night Bible study or Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it is, and and really go through it and look at some of these, these hard teachings. You should have something that says, hey, this is specifically what Scripture says. But people and churches have taken such a a liberal approach to it that says, well, our culture says this thing and the Bible says this. Let's kind of mix the two and and then we can try and make everybody happy. And I think a lot of churches have done that. And I think that's just completely, completely wrong. And this isn't splitting hairs. This isn't nitpicking about like, well, you're not a Christian if uh, you don't believe a pre-trib rapture. Or No, that, not a, that's not that at all. That, what I'm talking about is, is just the clear commands of Jesus and, and what he tells us to do, what, what the New Testament says, you know, and, and how it carries forward Old Testament commands. And it's just a whole of, of Scripture. But the problem is that people love their sin and they love to let culture infiltrate the church. And so there's compromise. And... And that's really horrible. I think that's extremely dangerous. Churches need to be absolutely specific about what is sin and what is not. 
and also, of course, have the aspect of, yeah, God loves you. He loves you so much that he doesn't want you to live in that sin anymore. He loves you so much that he died for you so that you could have abundant life right now. And guess what? Abundant life does not mean following that particular sin that you really enjoy. That is not abundant life. Abundant life is following Jesus and his commands and living as a Christian in the kingdom of God and following what Jesus says. That's that's what it means to follow Christ. And that's what abundant life is that Christ came so that we could have right now. He came for eternal life later, but abundant life right now. And so that's why a life is, is waiting for you that's better than what you what you have right now if you're living in sin, if you're following after a particular sin that you enjoy. So I think, uh, again, 2020 has really brought out that, that churches have really compromised and just taught kind of soft teachings. And, and that's why the congregations are so like wishy-washy and so meh yeah I guess the Bible calls that a sin but what I mean it's 2020 right it was 2019 and so culture is obviously different and so those things can be more accepted no 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 scripture is forever you know heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away Bible tells us you know Psalm 12 says the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times thou shalt keep them O Lord thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever you know God's words do not change based on culture and the church wants to attract the world by being like the world and it will never ever succeed when it does that we will not attract the world when we become like the world when we try and have one foot in the world and one foot in the church it's never gonna work we will attract the world by being Christians living in the kingdom of God and acting like it. Our difference, our peculiarities are what will have people look at us. You know, Paul, one of his you know, happiest and most rejoicing book, was, book uh, epistle was Philippians. And he was in prison that, that time, but he talks about how much we should be rejoicing. And it's because our circumstances don't have any effect, shouldn't have any effect on our joy, you know, on our relationship with God because we have God. Same with the culture you know our life our christian walk should not be affected at all by what culture is doing and we should say that as individuals and we should also say that as a congregation as a church as an assembly we should say no 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 i don't i don't really care that the culture started to do that or that culture is accepting that sin whatever that is we're we're the church we're different we're not going to do that we're going to follow the teachings of christ no matter what and that's really what the church should be saying and I hope that going forward many people will see this many churches and, and assemblies will see this and go forward thinking no 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 this this year shows us even more so why it is so important to strictly follow the teachings of Christ and that's all I got this morning have a great day love you guys